Hi, everybody. This is Mark Lewandowski with Mind Your Business. What is Mind Your Business? It is a website full of great content and podcasts that come from real world experience, not a bunch of crap you read in a textbook. Listen, folks, this is 30 years of me running businesses, businesses that I started from scratch or that I was hired to help run. This is real world great nuggets of knowledge. The whole idea of Mind Your Business is for you to build your personal capacity. It's your ability to make an impact in your world, whether it's an organization, whether it's a club, whether it's within your family, or anything you do, can you make an impact? And the answer is yes, but every day you gotta get better. You've gotta get stronger. It's just like being an athlete. You you build your muscles, you build your endurance. Well, in business, you build your knowledge, you build your experience, you build your expertise, and then you take that to the marketplace. That is how you build your capacity. Now, who should be listening? There's not a soul out there that can't benefit from this content, but let me tell you, out of 10 people, everybody's going to get a different nugget out of every piece of content. So when you're listening to this, listen for the stuff that really resonates for you. And then send me a message. Connect with us. Be engaged. Let us know what's working for you and what you need more of. This is going to be a great great adventure for all of us. And I'm very excited that you're a part of what we're doing. Hi, everyone. This is Mark Lewandowski with Mind Your Business. This podcast today's response to the very exciting responses I got on my rant called 50 and on the streets. It's all about being 50 and being let out on the street in a job. Just the other day, I was having lunch with a buddy of mine. We've been friends 33 years, and 30 of those years, he's worked for the same company. He's an excellent employee and very loyal, very well-educated, and the firm just, as I quote, said, well, we want to go in a new direction, and so he's out in the cold. What does that really mean? What it really means is that Sometimes when a person gets into the middle or later part of their year, their career, and they're getting really well paid, the company's looking for ways to cut costs. And they're thinking, you know what? Let's get rid of the old and let's go with the new. Right now, if you're part of the new, if that's who you are in your career, you're thinking, well, that's great for me. Yes, it is. It's great for you that the man, the person that owns the company, is letting go of the expensive 50-year-olds to pick up somebody in their late 20s or 30s because they can pick them up cheaper. But what's going to happen later in life? Companies are laying off lots of people. And these are seasoned people. They've put in their years. They're loyal to one to three jobs over the majority of their career. They're degreed and skilled. And now they're out on the street. This is a terrible situation. It's only getting worse. So why don't employees want to hire these people. If they're so loyal, so good, it's just simply their cost. One of the things to think about is the cost of an older employee is also the cost of their health care. And so it's hard to hire a older employee because now all of a sudden you're going to have health care costs that might even double or triple the cost of that employee's labor. This is a real challenge. So we know they're going to be great and we know they're going to work hard 
But if something goes wrong, what's the probability that an older employee sues us for wrongful termination and wins the case? Those are the realities of life. And because those are the realities of life, the truth is, is that older employees who are out in the street are getting interviews, but they're just not picking up jobs as quickly as young and talented. So what's the message? The message is at some point in your career, you're going to be that 50-year-old person. You're going to be the guy or the gal out there on the street looking. And here's the thing. What's so crappy about being on the street when you're 50 is that's when your kids are in high school at the end of their high school career thinking about going to college. How would you like to look at your kids and say, crap, I don't know how I'm going to pay for a car for you to go to college or for you to be in a fraternity or for you to have expenses or go to the best college because I don't even have a damn job. So if you listen to the other podcast, the the rant I had called 15 on the streets, the average 50-year-old has 20000 or less in cash in the bank. And their net worth is usually $100,000 or less. That is by no means rich. In fact, that's not even enough to get through a whole year. What's the answer to this problem? You have got to start thinking differently now. You've got to stop thinking about a long career as an employee, and you've got to start thinking about a long road as an employer or as an equity participant in your business. You've got to start a business in your 30s. Be certain that when you start a business, you look for three things. Is it scalable? In other words, is it big enough that it can get bigger and bigger? Or is it the kind of business that can get bigger and bigger and bigger and it's not completely tied to you? See, one thing that's not scalable, as an example, is just being a, an attorney or a doctor. That's not necessarily scalable because you only have 40 or 50 work hours in a given week. And so you've got to work in order to get paid. A scalable business is one that you can hand it off to somebody else and they can decide where they're going to go expand the business in a new territory in your, in your metropolitan service area. You can scale that business. Number two, is it repeatable income? Just the other day, I heard about a really good business that was for sale in my hometown. It was a it was a garage remodel shop. They remodel garages. It's a great idea if you start the business, but you'd never want to buy it because those people sell their wares one time, and then all maybe they get a little bit of extra business along the way, but the majority of the sale comes and goes one time. That is not repeatable business. And finally, is the business a trend? Or is it a long-term sustainable need or service? So look for those things. And you can find a lot of information about how to be an entrepreneur. I don't have that much time today. But you've got to start building a business in your 30s. You don't have to quit your job and just jump out and do it. I've been saying for years, that's what Saturdays are for. Launch your business on weekends, on Saturdays, on the evenings. Get started so there's a point at which you've got enough things going that you can make the jump. There's a point in which in your career you have the jump off point where if you jumped out of your full-time job into your startup business, it would just take off. Another really good strategy I've heard many people do is two people might decide, let's go into business together. I'll keep my full-time job and help pay for your rent 
or your expenses while you start our shared business. That's a great idea. Now, what if you really love what you're doing? That's great. I love the fact that you love what you're doing. I want you to think about two things that could be great strategies for you. Number one, start saving money so that you have to have so you have a chance to buy into your current business. Okay? Maybe somebody's running the business and you've got a chance to buy in, but you've got to save, do it. Number two, if you can't buy in because all the equity is taken and the people that are running the business aren't sharing equity opportunities with you, then what you ought to be doing is looking for a smaller business in your industry sector and make the jump, but make it part of your hire package that you're going to get equity and that you're going to get to keep that equity all the way through your employment and that you can't be forced to sell. Be the man before the man lets you go. Don't be that sucker that thinks that the man is going to watch out after you well into your older years. Those situations are very rare. You'll be 50 before you know it, and you got to figure out who can you trust. And let me tell you, no one's looking out for you. You can only trust yourself. Now, let, let, let me say, let's say you got a, you went to work for a great organization, and they're just fabulous. What happens if someday a private equity company comes in very privately, you don't know anything about it, and they talk to your owners, and they say, we're going to give you guys, and I'm going to make up a number, $40 million for your business. And now the owners have to sit back and say, oh my God, that is life-changing money. That will set us up forever. And the private equity people say, oh no, we, we, we don't want to mess with your good employees. We're going to keep them in place. And so the owners sell the business. Well, let me tell you, in my career, I did this. For five years when I worked in New York, I was part of the transaction team and we built our business through mergers and acquisitions. And we had a list. And the list was called the green-red list. And the green-red list was I would go through every one of the employees and determine the redundancy in the business. And all the redundant employees that we didn't need were in red in my spreadsheet. And then we could identify how much money would we save by merging our two companies. Let's say in our business, we don't need three pharmacists. We only need two. And so they're bringing over a pharmacist, and I've already got two. That pharmacist is going to be on the red list. I'm going to cut them free. And there's an old statement in business that says synergy belongs to the buyer. So if we blend two businesses together and I can save money on one, the synergy goes to me, the buyer. So I'm looking for opportunities to look for ways to save and create synergy. Don't be naive. You can only trust yourself. If you fail to trust yourself, you're trusting other people with your life with the health and well-being of your children, your wife, your spouse, your partner, whoever it is that you're in life with. There are industries that you can do well long into your gray hair days. We call these gray hair industries. And I'll tell you about a few gray hair industries. And these are the industries that you could be an employee long-term and probably retire all the way, but there's no guarantee. Those are industries today. Those are industries like education. Let's say that you have a PhD and multiple degrees and you're teaching in a college. Chances are good you're going to get tenure over time and no one can fire you. So you wind up being that old gray-headed fart that doesn't know much about today's business and you're just teaching theory to a bunch of kids that are rolling their eyes at you. Okay, but, but you'll keep your job. 
You could be in the security business. People always like to talk to an older person about securing their home, securing their business. Banking. Banking is the perfect fit. Even young people want to talk to an older banker with a nice suit and gray hair to give them advice about uh, how much money to borrow, what should they do with their ratios in their, in their uh, balance sheet and income statement ratios, those kinds of things. Construction, the construction trades. There's always a front man out there talking to people that have money, that um, want to remodel their home or build a home. So these are kinds of things that are what I call gray hair industries. But if you're not in one of those, you're taking a great risk that you could be out in the street someday. Now, when I say out in the street, what does that mean? Think about this. You're 55 years old. Your kids are in college. You don't have enough to retire, and all of a sudden, you lose your job. Your mortgage is big because you got you bought your dream home. Maybe you've got a secondary home somewhere, somewhere out in the country, in the mountains or at the lake. You've got a boat, and now you're thinking, oh, my God, what are my options? You know, People think, well, I could be a consultant. Okay, well, let's talk about that in just a moment. Yeah, you could be a consultant because you've got some expertise. But I promise you, you've, you've got a list of 10 customers that would love to have you as a consultant. There will probably be two or three that will do a short-term contract with you. And as soon as they've learned everything that you need to know, that you can tell them, all the things you know, what make you an expert, you are now in danger of losing that consulting contract. Consulting is not a way to make a living into your later years unless you're absolutely wealthy and you're on your own. Okay. I'm 51 years old. I'm constantly looking for new industries, new ways of making money, looking into the future, and educating myself. I will not be at the mercy of someone else. I will not be at the mercy of the man. I want to be the man, not be at mercy of the man. This is Mark Lewandowski with Mind Your Business. Look for us and follow us on Facebook. Have a great day and start thinking like an entrepreneur. Hey guys, this is Mark Lewandowski thanking you for joining me today. I'm really excited that you're enjoying the content. It means a lot to me. And I want to encourage you to go deeper into this content by visiting my website at marklewandowski.com. On that website, you're going to find more information like blog posts and all of the other topics we've talked about thus far. And while supplies last, I'm going to give you a copy of my book called Rattle Your Cage. It is a bestseller and it's an idea stimulator. It's designed to help you kickstart your ideas, get more and more out of your day, more and more out of the way you think. And I'm excited about it. So go onto my website, go to the connect section, fill in the information, and I'll send a book to you right away. Again, thank you for being a part of the special things we're doing. Tell your friends and your family members where you're getting this good content. And remember that some is not a number. Soon is not a time, and damn it, luck is not a strategy.